What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? A touch of good old humor. Touch of good old humor yeah. with, a, with a bit of a pause for dramatic effect, Terrence. Is there a pause? Or oh, there might be a lag issue. <laughs> Is it a lag? A pause. To, to me, it was almost immediate. To me, it was almost immediate. Oh, to me, there was a short yeah. lag. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but I mean, uh, I think some people have even been saying that our podcast takes uh, is taking very long to download over Spotify and everything like that. Uh. Oh, is but it? I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm not yeah. sure if there's... Maybe we're producing so much content that they can't... Uh, Spotify can, can't keep up. Uh. Even Spotify is saying, <laughs> slow the fuck down, like, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly, but the BBC, exactly. the BBC global news thing every day, that one issue, I, I can't, can't imagine it being an issue with Spotify. Like. Not to say like, like they are faultless. Yeah. But, but I also have seen certain things pop up, but it's normally just Spotify, like, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. That people are having issues downloading. But I mean, that, 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 I guess that's a good thing. Like. It means that we're keeping up with our, you know, three a week pace and, yeah. and, and everyone's struggling to catch up. Like. And if they feel like, oh, it's an issue that is downloading too slow, means that they really want to hear it. Like. It's like yeah. your favorite food when you have to queue up, you're like, oh, fuck. But if it's, a, if it's something you don't care about, so so I guess that's a good yeah. thing. La. It's a good it's sign. A good it's a good thing. sign. It's a good thing. No, no it's but not uh, say a good sign that people are waiting. It's a good sign. It's a, it's a, no, it's no, a no, good no. sign that, fuck it. Yeah. But if you are facing issues, let us know in Reddit or Instagram. La. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cool. All right. Uh, but uh, how was your past day, Terrence, since our last podcast? Uh, it's been, it's been, uh, I mean, it's been a very busy week. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, the, uh, this week I think was a very, uh, big news week, la, right? In terms of, uh, we had two big discussions on 377A related news. Mm. And mm. then now, you know, today is another big discussion. So, yeah, it's one of those weeks where, yeah, they, there's a lot of things to talk about, la. A lot of things to discuss. And it's, it's, yeah. it's the three, what, Monday, Wednesday, Friday cadence, depending on when mm. this got, mm. no, I believe, yeah, three, three in a week. So, yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah. we're gonna keep this up as much as we can. Uh, right, anything right. to plug? Anything to? I mean, uh, maybe just a small shout out to people who are listening to the podcast on Apple Podcast. Mm. Uh, because recently we've discovered that Apple has started uh, really, you know, ranking podcasts as well, top podcasts in Singapore, top episodes in Singapore, mm. and uh, proud proud to say that Yalabad is on both of those charts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, I mean, obviously, we'd love to be in the top fifty podcasts uh, in Singapore, but of course, it depends on us uh, how you know how regularly we pump out episodes. Uh. But the the amazing thing is that yesterday I went to check the the charts, and uh, our two most recent episodes are both on the top hundred in Singapore. Top hundred episodes, la. Episodes in Singapore, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like we are like the you know how the at one point the weekend had like two or three different songs in the Billboard top hundred. Yeah, kind of feeling. Yeah, that, that's how I feel right now. La. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the weekend. Or that's Drake, Drake, true. Yeah. Are we are we are we going to be headlining Lollapalooza? Uh, no. Or yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not selling out the national stadium at any point. Not so, yet, but, la, Not uh, yet. Yeah, oh, not fun yet, fact! Yet. I I found out that uh, Billie Eilish was is the youngest person to ever headline at the national stadium. Oh really? Yeah, she. Yeah, the youngest wow. person. Wow! Oh, surprise! I thought it would have been Justin Bieber. Maybe he never came to Singapore before he was twenty. 
Maybe, yeah, yeah, like, I guess yeah. so. Like. I mean, or, 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 or he could have done the indoor stadium. Not very sure. Yeah, I think any, he probably did the indoor stadium. Probably yeah. did. Any believers, believers, please let us believers, know. Believers, believers. Yeah. But, but yeah, cool, man. This, so if yeah, if you listen to this on Apple Podcast, please, you know, give us a, give us a rating or review. Mm. Uh, I think that helps out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Shall we yes. jump into it, man? Sure, man. This is uh, big, big news. I mean, it's not new, but it's big, big news. Like, yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, if you're on WhatsApp or I guess any other messaging platform, sometime yesterday, I believe, you would have gotten a notification from gov.sg uh, mm. informing everyone of the latest measures, uh, mm-hmm. which is or latest, um, latest, latest uh, updates to the measures. So yes. that was sent... Uh, oh shit, was it gov.sg? Anyway, there was news that on 29th August, which is next Monday, mm. uh, yes. we the, the restrictions on masks will be uh, will be in its next stage. La. You'll still need to wear masks on public transport and um, health health institutions, but apart from that, you're free to go without masks, man. Yeah, it's uh, right. more than two years since masks were instituted, la, right? Yeah, more April, than... April More 2020. Two yeah. years, man. More two than years. two years. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, a bunch of uh, things were announced uh, during the the press conference. I believe on Wednesday, August twenty fourth. Uh, so mm. first of all, masks no needed. Uh, no longer needed indoors from August twenty ninth. Uh, mm. The easing of safe management measures for visits to hospitals and homes from September one. Um, mm. I think before. Uh, it was it was a uh, a lot, um, a, a lot more difficult. But but now from September on onwards, two visitors will be allowed per patient at bedside time each each in hospitals. Mm. Uh, there's gonna be uh new boosters coming out. Boosters will be recommended for people over sixty, uh, and children aged five to eleven. Then mm. the rest are like uh travel related like non fully vaccinated yeah. travelers can enter Singapore without stay home notice. Uh. Long-term pass holders will not need to apply for entry approval. Mm. And uh, COVID vaccinations still needed for work pass applications and some renewals. Wow, fuck. That was a lot of lot of technical info. But the biggest thing is the yeah. lifting of the mask, mask mandate la, for indoors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, correct. But I mean, uh, before we jump to all the details, la, what was your uh, most immediate reaction when you... I, I, I think it was first announced during the National Day Rally, la, right? Otherwise known as NDR. NDR, yes. Right, it was NDR. first announced on Sunday evening. Yeah. Or, yeah, Sunday evening. And uh, But I think Lee Sien Long basically said that the MMTF would give more details about it, right? Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Uh, but, but I mean, do you remember what your initial reaction was when you heard it? When I heard it on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, I was fucking happy. La. I was then Why, happy yeah? because, I mean, it's it just feels like um, it's the next stage to us coming mm. out of this. Uh, it is the next... A stage of us dealing with this as a endemic, right? That's mm, the word, right? Mm. Endemic. Um, mm. And I do also appreciate the fact that it's not like Freedom Day in other countries, you know, no mask mm. at all. Um, because yeah. the one uh, benchmark for me is like my mom, like, you know, she's 70 plus, she has asthma. Um, yeah. Whether or not she should go mask-free in areas that are crowded, uh, don't know because she hasn't gotten COVID yet, thankfully. Um, mm, mm, so there's still that. So I like how that they're generally indoors, okay, but certain areas you still use, like, like public transport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, what I, about you? Uh, I mean, 
initially I was like, whoa, that was uh, very soon. Because I do remember uh, at one point during COVID, Lawrence Wong was saying that the mask mandate will be essentially one of the last few things to go. Mm. Because it's uh, it's something, it's it's easy to implement and it's something that has been... Uh, has been uh, has been there for a while already, lah. You know, mm. and and there's no need, no big need to to remove it unless it's like all the danger is really gone. So I was quite surprised, uh, and and just you know because it was a, it's a bit um, it will it will be a, a big step forward for the country, lah. So I was mm. like, okay, how is this? How is it all going to be sorted out, like, like you know, do I have to do I have to bring my mask with me? Uh, even if I'm not planning to take the uh, public transport or something like that, doesn't mean I still have to bring my mask with me just in case I need to step into a, you know, uh, underpass or something. Mm. You know, those underpasses that go through the MRT and all that. Uh, do I need to, you know, like if a taxi if a taxi driver or private hire driver asks me to wear the mask, do I need to wear mm. it? Mm. Those are all questions that were, uh, like quickly ran through my mind. Like, but, but, yeah, the, the one thing, it is... Uh, we knew it was coming. La. We knew yeah. it was coming, definitely. Because I think the general attitude towards COVID right now in Singapore is, is much more like uh, everyone's got it already or, or everyone's protected against it. So, But, but I no was biggie. quite surprised that the, this came now. La. It was earlier oh, than expected. Uh, yeah. But yes. I mean, you think about it, uh, it was announced, when was it announced? It was announced alongside yeah, the right. repeal of 377A. <laughs> yeah, Before I give you the bad news, here's a little piece of good news to yeah. just butter you up first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tactical, tactical. Yeah, so now you can have your indoor meetups to discuss the fall of Singapore's institution of marriage and its marriage. definition without masks. <laughs> without masks. You, know, you can gather at restaurants without masks. Yeah. Uh, and you can see the to complain. Yeah, yeah you, see, you can see the anger on each other's face much more easily, you know, yeah, because you don't have to wear a mask anymore. And you don't yeah. need to order a drink first. You know, you can mm. do all that right the moment yeah. you sit down. Correct, so, correct. But yeah. I know I know when there was an announcement um, earlier in the year uh, to for the outdoor mask mandate to be lifted on, incidentally, mm. the same date, the uh, same number, 29th March. Mm, I, yes. If I'm not wrong, you had some reservations, lah, right? I had, yeah, I had reservations. Yeah, but then after that, well, how how did your sentiment evolve? I think the moment I, I got COVID and survived like, and just it. got through it, I'm like, <laughs> fuck it, really. La. No, I don't say fuck it, but like, uh, outdoors, I mean, the science really is that outdoors is not that bad, la, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wearing, you don't really need to wear a mask outdoors. You just need to maintain a certain distance. So yeah, la, as, long as, you're, as long as you're careful. And actually, I find that uh, the, the, the interesting thing is that you don't remember how... Uh, you know, last time before COVID, when Singaporeans queued up, we'd really be almost like neck to neck, lah, right? Yeah. Uh, but now I feel people already very, very naturally keep a distance from each other. They they mm. they don't they don't come closer than half a meter or anything like that, lah. Which uh is 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 pretty good, really. I mean, it means that our behavior has shifted to be a bit more uh conscientious and wary of of like uh yeah, not COVID, but even other diseases as well, lah, can very mm. easily spread. If you're too close to other people. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and for me, back in 29th March, I know when I heard it, I was like, yeah, there's no, I'm not going to wear a mask outside. Uh, mm-hmm. um, um, and But I was expecting there to be more cases where people don't even wear masks indoors in like mm. malls or something. But but to yeah. to Singaporeans' credit, we are all very yeah. law-abiding. Uh. Like it was yeah, yeah, very yeah. rare when that I saw anyone in like a mall not wear masks. And when they don't, right, yeah. it sticks out like a fucking sore thumb. 
Yeah, everyone stares at them. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 yeah, we've been pretty um, yeah, we've been pretty good about it, which is. I mean, yeah, la, I mean, you can say we're cynical about how Singaporeans behave, but yeah, we're, we're pleasantly surprised, la, both of us. Yeah. Right. And maybe that's why, because of our good behavior, the dear government and uh, overlords are granting us this little carrot, la, saying because mm. you all behave well, nah, you can take off your mask indoors. Yeah, take it yeah, off. Yeah. But then. And, 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 and the truth is also like. Uh, it, it was starting to get to a point where I, you know, like literally we have to include buying masks as part of your groceries already, mm. you know? Because mm. I was, uh, I mean, I think last month or something, I, my household finally ran out of masks. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go and buy masks again, just like the good old days, early 2020, when mm. you're going to hunt for masks. Uh. Yeah, that's, that's a like throwback, throwback activity. <laughs> I guess that's the benefit of not having a kid uh, in my household where I can just, I wear a cloth mask. Uh. I've been wearing a cloth mask for oh, months already. Yes, yes. I just wash yeah, it yeah, regularly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because yeah, if I had to buy masks every week or something, that mm. would be it. It does add up, right? It does add up. Yeah, it but adds then, up. Adds up. But then you brought up something earlier where that's where I think it will be tricky about private hire cars, lah. Mm. Uh, mm. because right. I can imagine there being some tensions or eventually mm. some videos online about some mm. disagreements in practices. Because there's one thing if the mask, if the driver asks you to wear the mask. But what if mm. a passenger comes in and the driver himself is okay or herself is okay not wearing mask? Then what happens? Yeah. yeah. As a passenger, you tricky. can... Yeah. Can you ask the driver to use yeah. the mask? Yeah. And uh, right. I think, you know, there's, there was already sightings of the, the, I mean, the unfortunately named MBS badge lady. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the lady in who MBS refused to wear a mask and was asking for the the social distancing ambassador's identification and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, she was seen again indoors without a mask. Uh, some some would say that she's she's ahead of the curve, yeah. You know, she's <laughs> she really knew that all this was happening, and and then they say the plot twist is that she's going to start wearing masks indoors. <laughs> yeah, she'll go to public transport. Uh, she'll go to hospital. oh, you're she seeing w- where you don't need to wear masks. She will just yeah, go against will. the grain, Yeah, she will wear masks. Yeah, she's like the oracle, uh, Maybe she lives oracle. in a world that's one year ahead. Exactly. She's from the future. Like, yeah, she's from the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the one thing I did also, uh, I, I mean, because we are, today's 26th August, Friday, yeah. literally next Monday, this mask, uh, thing's going to be lifted. Uh, I think I've come to realize that I think I'm better looking when I have the mask on mm. in terms of the, you know, the overall total package. Like when you cover my nose and my mouth, basically if you cover 60% of my face, I look better. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing I feel like I'm gonna miss, like you know the oh, the fact that I look cooler and and then like you don't see all the imperfections, the bad skin, the the blackheads on my nose, and the the <laughs> fact I never shave, and the, the fact my chin is not very well defined. All that all that goes away when I don't wear my mask. And how yeah. did you come to that realization? Uh, I I think maybe it was when we were at Google that day. Uh-huh. And then uh, you know you're, when you're meeting a lot of people for the first time, yeah. Then you only see you only see the eyes, lah, right? Yeah. So you kind of your body, your mind kind of has to make that com- uh, computation of how the rest of the face looks like, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes when people remove the mask to eat lunch, then you're like, oh fuck, like they look totally different from what I expected them to look like. Mm. Like the mouth is so different. Then I realized, oh, that's probably the case of, for me as well, lah. Everyone probably looks at me like my eyes are you know a certain shape and everything, and then when they see the bottom half of the face, like, whoa, fuck, you know. 
The one uh, so, so you, I realized you, you got a happy yeah. face. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, smile, like, you smile like you smile like you smile. Happy but, face. But I'm one of those with the the slightly recessed chin also. You see, uh, you know, the the chin is not as prominent. So definitely the mask makes it uh you know hides that fact lah. And uh yeah, so I, I'm like oh every I'm everyone's just gonna be you're gonna see their full faces uh yeah. from the start lah. So that that air of mystery around them is no longer gonna be around. Uh, sad <laughs> to say for me also lah. So I'm gonna have to start shaving every day without fail again. <laughs> I mean I'm 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 uh quite glad in that regard. Not because I'm very proud of my, the lower half of my face. It's because when my face is yeah. really fully bare, people already mm. remember me for my eyes. Yes. Right? They yes. don't give a fuck about the rest of my face. They just remember the yeah. eyes. So with mask, yeah. right? I'm just like two like walking eyeballs on a body. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine that's what people right? think. Yeah. Staring, we, yeah. Yeah, at least staring uh, yeah, under the eyebrows, following. Yeah. And then it's my two huge eyes. And if I yeah. try and keep it smaller, I look sleepy. So it's really yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. It's a lose lose. So mm. now at least when I take off the the mask, whatever people think of my the lower half of my face, at least I can say, yo, there's more than these two eyeballs, lah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an adjustment, lah, in your, in in how and how you look at people and assess how assess how they look on their face, lah. But are you looking you know? forward to looking at people without mask? Uh, I, there was a bit of fun behind that mystery, I think. Like, uh, oh, how does this person actually look in real life and everything? And then when they it, take yeah. off take off the mask to eat, they oh my god, that's totally different. Yeah. So so it'll be it'll be I mean I I enjoyed it like, the last couple of years of that that slight mystery. And also and also the fact that that um the fact that you when you see let's say you see someone in public that you you kind of know an acquaintance yeah. and you don't want to do the whole stop and chat oh, yeah, and say yeah. let's that's... you don't want to do the let's meet up for coffee thing. Correct, it's correct. much easier with a mask because if you miss them, if you even if you eye contact with them, but you don't, you you can pretend that you don't figure out who they are, right? Yeah, you don't yeah, you yeah. don't give them correct, that correct. look of recognition that, that oh, you must do the stop and chat, or, or you can just basically like because your mask is there, you 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 just need to avert your eyes and then you're fine already. Yeah, yeah. then you can really siam the having to do the the stop and chat lah. Uh, so so th- th- I think that aspect of it I will miss lah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you know, you are like singing to a song or like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, even talking mm-hmm. on the phone, right? Uh, yeah. I, like I used to like, I'll tuck in the, the mic of my earpiece in under the mic. So it feels like it's a very intimate conversation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because you, right. you use wireless, right? I use the wired one. So then yeah. it sits very nicely in the mask. So all that kind of thing. But I am going to look forward to not people not having masks just so can see expressions. Because mm-hmm. like, just the eyes, don't know, it feels like a... Yeah, there's not as much diversity of of people to to just look at. Not as a creep, not mm, as a creep. Yeah. Uh, but just yeah, like uh, just more interesting to to people watch like. Yeah, I mean, one of the big things for me, yeah, is that no, is that uh, the early childhood development authority of Singapore. Mm-hmm. I think they are uh, loosening the regulations in in preschools and everything for kids because uh, yeah, when when kids can't see your whole face. It's very hard for them to learn, uh, you know, whether a person is is friendly or smiling or frowning and everything. And mm. it's also hard for them to learn pronunciation of of words and and new letters and all that. Uh. So, uh, in that aspect, I think, uh, especially for early childhood development, it's very important that uh, they're allowed to be able to see the teachers' faces and all. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, so uh, one yeah. question also is on planes because I think mm. I believe the rule is it will depend on whether your arrival country is going mm. to require the mask wearing. La. 
Correct, correct. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, you brought up the, the, the early childhood for the child. How are you going to think about your kid when he goes to school? Or like, uh, I don't know, like, like how, how, how are you going to manage it? Because imagine if you're on a plane mm. and you have yeah. some people wearing masks mm. uh, and some people who don't want to wear masks because mm. they're not mandated to. La. Confirm yeah. will be some tensions there. Confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I mean, it's... So you're asking me about my kid or you're asking about airplane? Uh, I mean, your kid first, but also, uh, uh, I know you're not going to be traveling soon because you have your yeah. second kid coming. But yeah, if you yeah. had to travel with your kid uh, where, uh, and you see other people not wearing masks, like, would you um, feel anything or you'll be like, okay, like, this is the world we live in? I think it's the world we live in, man. Like, uh, yeah, if you're in a plane, it's it's almost inevitable you will be up close with people, uh. Mm. And uh, if the, there's, I mean, you can't force people to wear a mask. Uh, you know, you kind of just, yeah, you just got to look up for yourself. Lo. Like even even when I traveled uh, not too long ago, a month or two ago, yeah, I was just, you know, you are sitting side by side with someone and you just have to be conscientious. Uh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then your your kids, uh, like daycare and all, like do they wear, do the kids wear masks? No, no, no. Below two, you're not required to. Mm. So, so in play group, they don't wear masks, but the teachers all have to wear masks. And that's the part I find difficult because it's hard enough to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard enough for them to really understand what the teacher is saying. And without their visual, uh, you know, the visual clues using how through their mouth movements is even harder. So for uh, them, this announcement must be huge. La. It's huge, it's huge. Then yeah, plus the fact that, yeah. Huge. I, I, I think they're allowing, uh, you know, visits to schools again. So mm. like, let's say it's your kid's birthday or something like that. You can accompany, apparently they say you can accompany the kid la, for the birthday party. Mm. So so uh, that's something that, um, uh, yeah, I, I think parents in the last, the COVID parents la, who send their kids to schools and all that haven't uh, been able to enjoy that much, you know. Mm, it's mm, really mm. Like, I, like, I really felt like the sending my kid to even play group felt like I was just putting him into this black box la. You really mm. don't know what is happening. I mean, obviously there are updates from the school, you know, apps and stuff like that. But uh, the fact that you're not allowed to just even sit in for a day for his uh, birthday party or something, you you kind of feel very removed from the aspect of wait, his wait, life, like, the, like he's this, institutionalized. Yeah. This is the birthday party that the school throws. No, no, no. So there's yeah, so there's a thing where if it's your kid's birthday, uh, the parents generally prepare like uh, gifts, a small like gifts for everybody in his class la. and then maybe a cake oh. and then and then the kids cut okay. the cake and then they all go home with a little gift so like every other every couple of weeks or something you know my my kid will suddenly come home with one goodie bag of toys and all that and, and it's somebody's birthday in school oh. so, so last time last time I think the parents will be allowed to join in as well for the at least for the celebration la. you know I but, but uh, that hasn't happened in two years so you feel very removed from the from the school's, uh, you know, activities and celebrations for your kids. So, uh. so that's not a school mandate. That's more like an informal kind of thing. Uh, I think, no, I think the Early Childhood Development Authority, which is a literal government agency. Yeah. They are the ones who, they are the ones who mandate these, these issues. No, as these in, issues, I'm talking uh. about the birthday thing. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, 
I think it's a uh, as in they they just call it under visitors to the school uh, visitors to the no school, I'm saying like, the practice of the parent all. like doing stuff for the kids birthday oh so informal I don't give a fuck about regulations <laughs> who who like it's no. not North Korea where we're forced <laughs> to celebrate birthday parties <laughs> no, so, it's your kids so, birthday party you have to prepare a birthday cake does, no, does no, any no. parent not celebrate the kids birthday of course of course I mean it's a totally a, a choice of yours whether you want to do it but but it's, it's it's just like I mean, this is your kids, uh, his first group of friends that he'll ever ha- have in his life, right? So mm. you want to encourage them to, you want to encourage them to appreciate birthdays, to always <laughs> tell other people when it's your birthday. Don't be a don't be the Grinch who you know doesn't celebrate your birthday, and then she's like, it's just my own thing. I don't want to tell people, and then you spend a whole day with your colleagues, then you don't tell them that it's your birthday. You for know? those of you yeah. who are listening, maybe for the first time. <laughs> As you can tell in the weight of Terence's voice, he has he has a lot yeah. of angst toward uh, towards someone who behaves like how he just described, like, and that someone is yeah. none other than me. Um, Yourself, yes, yes. yes. I, okay, but but oh, I, but you also have yeah. changed over the years, like, right? Over the, I've I've cha- I've started to appreciate birthdays more when you're older because it does bring people together. But I do mm. find it like when I, yeah, when when like people like, have like, oh, you know, I'm throwing a birthday party. I mean, for themselves, that always mm. I'm like. I don't know, like, I still haven't gotten used to it. Like, if other people are throwing it for you, that's one yeah. thing. But if you are telling me that, oh, you know, come for the birthday party that I'm organizing for myself, there's nothing mm. wrong with it, but it's still something yeah. I'm like, hmm, okay. And I guess once I have a kid in future, the the concept of birthdays will take on a new meaning. Like, because when I was mm. young, yeah, birthdays was was not the biggest affair. Uh, yeah. And this one, even even my fiancé also tells me, are you crazy? So she agrees yeah. with you, like. Um, yeah. But to me, no, I, mean, like, I think I mean, I mean, if you if you don't mind sharing a little bit more about why when you say it's not the biggest affair, like what what do you mean it's not the biggest affair? I mean, the birthday celebrations were like okay, maybe a cake, maybe something, get a small mm. gift, but there was never a party. There was never a party mm. planned. Um, I see, I see. Yeah, so it was more like okay, this is something that happens in your life. Okay, here's a little gift. Yeah. Uh, people yeah. Con- celebrate you know, but I think the gathering of friends thing, maybe primary six. Once, mm, apart from that, it was like, right. yeah, it was like, okay, it's a birthday, you know, our family kind yeah. of small celebration. That's it. And I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not shitting on what my parents did and all. No, I think, uh, no, no, there's no right way. I think, mm, but that mm. that shaped my perspectives on like people who throw like huge birthday parties for their twelve year old kid. Then I'm like, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. No, I, I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the big switch for me. I think happened later in life also lah. When I realized like these birthday celebrations are, are rarely ever about yourself. Mm. It's more about like just getting people together. Even just you know people that you think can get along because because they know you. You know you're the, you're you are the common commonality between them and all that lah. Yeah. So yeah. uh, there's there's you know no harm in the fact the excuse is that it's a happy occasion and let's all come together and and just have uh have some drinks and food lah. No. Uh, so so that that to me like I think after that switch occurred, I'm re- I realized okay, I mean, uh, I, there's no reason for me to keep my birthday a secret like, unless I really don't want to uh, hang out with the people that I'm I'm with that day la, right? Yeah, yeah. So so there's one thing about not keeping it secret. I mean, actively hiding it versus like mm. actively telling. I think the best thing is yeah, you have it mm. on your public profile. I think you were talking about those days when I would hide it uh, on my Facebook <laughs> yeah. Right, I would you hide it on my Facebook. No, the worst part was that we would, I would be next to you the whole <laughs> fucking day in an office or on a shoot or something like that. And it's your birthday. And then after that, like, I only discovered it through some, I don't know, Facebook or, or CPF, like doing CPF submission or something like that. 
And then, uh, then I'm like, what the fuck? And you're like, <laughs> It's like you just gonna, you, it's like you just pranked all of us by not telling us your birthday. Dude, that then was, in that my made mind, me furious, man. In my mind, I'm like, why the fuck are you getting so angry? I didn't tell you so you don't have to feel obligated to, to do anything. So blah, okay, blah. Then go we and talk to your fiancé. Yeah. So I'll say, go and talk to your no, fiancé because okay, that thing, is how you... Yeah. The thing about bringing people together, I still remember there was this one uni, during uni, right? One, one of my hallmates, she had a, she organized a birthday party for herself. Mm. And what I really didn't like about that, she chose the fucking restaurant. And you know, students, <laughs> you don't have like, like the, the best income. Then we go there, mm. fucking party party. Then like, in my mind, like there was a corner of my table where we were like, wait, are we going to split the bill equally? And yeah, we have to split it equally. Oh, so God. so we all ordered like like just simple dishes whereas some people ordering alcohol and shit like that, and the bill came out fucking expensive and like yo man yeah, I'm not yeah. even that close to you you fucking invite yeah. chose the restaurant so I don't like shit like that now maybe yeah. when you're older okay lah there's it's, it's not no, I, that, I think no but yeah. I think it's still important that they they they, they set the boundaries upfront about whether you need to pay for your own meal when you come and everything lah yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, even even like planning kids' birthday party, we will tell very upfront. Oh, there's food and whatever provided, you know, and and, yeah. and and yeah, don't don't come, you know, don't don't worry about bringing food or anything like that. I think that's like common courtesy, like, really. Yeah, I mean, if it's your close circle of friends, and yeah, but it's not the hall like of like 20, 30 <laughs> of us. Then we're like, okay, you go. Then by the end, there were a bunch of us that were then pissed off, la. Yeah. Then yeah. I think we just so, went back to to the hall and got drunk. La. I guess you don't talk to that friend, that particular oh, friend. Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, she wasn't super close. Also, she's based in the US, so kind of oh, like yes, yes, lost yes. touch. Uh, okay, okay. But yeah, so, 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 but, but now, yeah, but this evolved a bit. La. Evolved yeah, we, a bit. We're, we're talking about this because, uh, <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, even, even birthday celebrations, like now, you know, like photo taking and all that, finally, everyone yeah. will, there'll be no more like, oh, should I mask on, mask off? Yeah, now it's like, off, take it off. Just take, just yeah, take, take it off. Yam Singh, just whack the Yam Singh and everything already. Lah. Yeah, especially like the event we were at earlier this week, if there was no requirement mm. for mass indoors, it would have a very different feel, lah, you know? Are you feel, oh, you think so? Why? I think so. Just because it feels more personable. Like like looking at the photos and, and just walking mm. around, it just feels like, um how you say, uh, it, it's just less personable. Lah. I think covering yeah. half your face makes it less personable. I mean, even when I look back at photos of events or courses that we have done or or things or like our show, the stand-up show, mm. looking at the audience and it's just mass, it has a very different feel. Yeah. yeah and I think for live yeah. performers also, right? For live performers, mm. being able to see your, the full face of your audience is going to be fucking huge, man. Yeah. And even people who are giving giving talks or, or courses, or anything, I remember one time we were giving a, a course, I nearly fainted uh, on while, while, while giving a presentation uh, because, mm. you know, we were forced to do it with a mask on. Uh, you know, it was kind of warm inside the room and everything. Then I think just that the, you know, talking and getting excited, then after that, breathing back in your carbon dioxide and everything, uh, I just started getting lightheaded by the end, <laughs> by the end of that 10 minutes. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't the best look also because I, I looked like I was about to collapse. Uh, I was sweating yeah, and I all remember that. that. Yeah. I remember after you yeah, stopped talking, was... you sat down, you're like, you just went for a run like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, none of this, because it's been quite inconsistent. A lot of the things that we've done, whether about uh, people on stage have to wear masks or not as yeah, well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. and I mean, of course, there's also uh, the, the, the the timing. I mean, next, next month is F1. And granted, F1 yeah. is going to be outdoors. There will be some indoor stuff as well. And I think mm. towards the end of the year where there are going to be more events, 
And even around F1, I think I saw there's an uptick in the conferences and events planned. There's like 25 big events planned around F1. So it yeah. kind of makes sense. La. It kind of makes sense. Mm. So, but that being said, in the, the, for the MMTF uh, press conference, they also did say mm. that towards the end of the year, they do expect like uh, an, uptick, la, an uptick. Um, because there's the winter, there's yeah. the, the western winter, which generally is more conducive yeah. for flus and colds. And then they yeah. also said that 70% of Singaporeans have gotten COVID. So there's mm. still a bunch of people who haven't gotten. My only issue yeah. is like the term they use for these people who haven't gotten COVID yet. Do you know what the term which is? Which is what? What's the COVID term? naive. <laughs> Why? It makes it, uh, feel, it makes it sound like these people who have got, never gotten COVID, they're walking around like these clueless fucks who don't know what's going on. Like, oh, what's, what's COVID? Oh my God, I mean, I'm so naive. Choose a better it, word. It, la. It, it, it's interesting that you bring that up. I think the idea is to, to make it that um, a bit negative, uh, f- uh, negative connotations, uh, basically. Uh, that, uh, that you haven't that, gotten COVID. That you haven't gotten COVID. La, like if you haven't gotten not, vaccination, then I can understand. But if you haven't gotten COVID, why not COVID strong? You know, like, uh, or, oh. like or like co- the, 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 the COVID fighters, you know, these COVID fighters. No, but- but then, then it will bleed, breed uh, complacency as well. Uh, because remember at one point, there was this very big discussion about uh, vaccination versus non-vaccination in the US, la, right? Yeah. And I think on social media, the people who refused to get vaccinated, they were starting to label themselves pure bloods. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you just think about the connotation, oh, I'm a pure blood and you are not a pure blood. You know, that kind of thing. It can make people, you know, especially those who are on the fence about it, it can make them like second guess their decisions about uh, getting the, the vaccine. So I think in some way when they say COVID naive, uh, they, they they just maybe they don't want to make it sound too positive that you haven't got COVID yet such that you you will, you know, run out and, and just do whatever the hell you want, like, thinking that you're stronger than everyone else. Okay, so yeah. so it might also be a medical term. I'm not sure because oh, when really? I Google COVID naive, <laughs> when I when I Google COVID naive, a lot of things are Singapore. But then also uh, in like journals.plos.org, which is um, you know scientific yeah. publications, they say vaccine naive la. Uh, um, okay. I don't know whether yeah, Singapore naive, is the only yeah. one. Singapore is the only one uh, that that kind of is used. I don't think so la. But it just feels mm-hmm. like COVID naive. Is there any better, more? I mean, not not not. Don't say COVID strong la. I think that one is yeah, too not positive. COVID strong la. Yeah, 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 yeah. COVID but, but, neutral. But, but. Uh, COVID, COVID neutral. virgins. COVID virgins. Co- <laughs> <laughs> no, then the religious people will not will not like that. You know, you make them. You make them. When you say COVID virgin, it makes them sound like like they are missing out on something like that la. <laughs> Wow, you, this week we talk about 377A, you dare to bring up this, this virginity what? issue. <laughs> we live in a world where a man went to Spain and got monkey pox and COVID and HIV all at the same time. And here you are making jokes about virginity. No, yeah. it's COVID. You have you used the term virgin in some other in some other context also. Right? If you haven't done something, don't isn't that yeah. it's not just used for sex, right? Right. What other terms are uh, is there virgin inside? Uh, uh, it's mostly referencing, you know, <laughs> mostly <laughs> referencing sex, lah. Yeah, and other terms they use that that connotation of sex to. No, to, I to, believe to, I believe there are other an- phrases with, with the word virgin. But I can yeah, see people me, saying even even I can't even pronounce analogy properly. I, I was going to say <laughs> analogy or something. Get your mind out of the gutter, lah. Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. 
Yeah. No, I mean, because then, okay, I can see a lot of memes, like, you know, I just got fucked yeah. by COVID, you know, I'm not a COVID <laughs> virgin anymore. Yeah. yeah so. but, but maybe that, but actually, maybe in some way, that is the message. Uh. Don't, uh, yeah, don't get, try not, try your best not get COVID because, yeah, it can fuck with you, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm, no, okay, so mm. virgin territory, right? Virgin, virgin territory. territory yeah. That is okay, land okay. that has never been explored or developed, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, so so, but I know you can never imagine like uh, Ong Yi Kang saying for those COVID COVID virgins out there, COVID virgins. Um, <laughs> you know, please uh, make sure you get vaccinated and your second booster, and um, always be protected, lah. Yeah, so that you're always protected. <laughs> yeah, so. correct. Use protection. Always make sure you have protection. <laughs> have protection. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think this right. can, we can keep going down that rabbit yeah, hole. Like, yeah, yeah. Correct. Correct. But exactly. Yes, that's our exactly. suggestion to the MMTF, lah. Yeah, 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 COVID naive, yeah. yeah. Just just iterate or give some other options, like give some other options. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. But yeah, cool. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, uh, interesting that we're speaking about the idea of uh, young people mm. and, and, and how they might be slightly naive in ways they do things. Mm. Because uh, actually we are, that's our second topic of the day as well, right? And yep, who yep. is this young person in question? Uh, it is a secondary school student at St. Andrew's, Andrew's Secondary School um, who was in a video that went viral uh, middle of this week, like uh, yesterday, mm. uh, no, uh, August, 20th, August 24th, Wednesday, which showed the boy kind of confronting his teacher, a male teacher, mm. a male student, um, and very heated. La. And the student ultimately said stuff like, uh, I will end your life now. Shut your mouth, yeah. bitch. Yeah. So you watch the video. I mean, since then, um, the, yeah. the school has responded that the student has been disciplined um, mm. and they have met with the parents uh, and they're yeah. encouraging parents to counsel him. But yeah, so there was a lot of chatter. Uh, mm. But... I mean, I even think, in Malaysia, yeah. man, I think it was a, it became an article on the star as well, you know? Oh, is it? Yeah, so it's, it's gone international. But when you saw the video, like what, it's it's not just that phrase. It was like a, like a minute long maybe. And the, yeah. at some point he, he inches close to the teacher and the teacher says, don't, don't touch me, you know, don't use the F word. And the boy is just laughing and like, oh, I want you to walk. You walk now. You leave the class. You walk now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I mean, when you watched it, uh, mm. yeah, like what what were your thoughts, huh? Um, my thoughts were that actually, this kind of thing happened. I mean, last time also it happened, you know, mm. during our my time in school. This kind of thing is not completely uh unheard of, lah. So uh, my my only thought was that it's lucky that they did not come to blows because that would have uh gone absolutely bonkers viral. And probably the kid and maybe even the, the teacher or what, uh, yeah, they will have to deal with the social media fallout of it. Mm, because mm, I remember as a student last time, there were, confront not say confrontations, but there were uh, exchanges that almost, that, that yeah, practically became physical between uh, teacher and student in school. Um, but it's just that last time we didn't have social media to record it and put it online and all, you know. But do you, do so you remember it, any, to, to what extent, how bad it got? I just remember there was once we had a we had a teacher who just a very nice guy and then and you know he started off as a relief teacher then after became a full time teacher and all but um I think it was just way too nice to to handle some of the some of the personalities in our in my class lah so I mean besides disrupting the class by making fun of him I think at some point someone like just one of the kids just like went up to him and and like just smacked him on the back ah. 
Like, you know how you, you would smack someone on the back very hard and then they'd be... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's not... You're not punching them or anything, but it's still painful, lah, right? You know? And I think... Uh, I just remember the teacher, he couldn't take it. Lah. He was like... he You could tell that he probably wanted to explode and fight back, you know? And everything in his oh, fight really? were, Yeah, was like... He wanted to explode, but he knew he had to hold it in and he just like sort of just laid his head down on the table and just cried for like five minutes, huh? Oh, is it in front of the students? Yeah, yeah, in front of the students, in front of all of us, yeah, in the classroom. What the fuck? And and being like 15 or 16 at that point of time, you're like, uh, you're wondering how to react when you see an adult who is meant to be an authority uh, break down and cry in front of you. And so I was seeing, I I was seeing instances of that here. Like this, 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 um, this teacher or member of the staff you know, you could tell every fiber of his being wanted to probably wanted to smack or or or, or discipline the the child, like, You know, mm. but he just had to hold it back and and um and basically just like try to reason with the child. But but he was shouting like, obviously, and he was obviously finding it hard to control his own his own emotions already like. So yeah. I, I I empathize with that that aspect a lot. It's hard like, It's hard to. When you're, especially when you're, you're dealing with youths like that. La. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it felt, it was then painful watching it because for the teacher, la, like, it's mm. almost, he, he he can't back down, right? He because can't, when yeah. the student says, you walk, uh, you walk. If he walks, yeah. it's like, you know, la, the student won. But at the same yeah. time, you're in a shouting match with someone who clearly enjoys you getting flustered yeah. and angered. Yeah. Wow, watching it is like, oh, fuck, man. Like, um, I mean, it looks bad on the school, but, mm. I mean, last time I can imagine like what happened to your to your friend who did that to your teacher? Nothing, nothing. Oh, no, nothing. No uh? repercussions. Nothing. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it was oh. uh, yeah. Like like although although you, I mean, you and I we went to RI right. It's, yeah. it's public knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was always in the worst class in RI lah. You know the the one with like all the jocks and, and you know people who got in because of sporting connections and all things like mm. that mm. So 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 yeah la, I mean I I saw a lot of uh. I wouldn't say unruly la, but definitely a bit more, bit more a jockey kind of behavior. No wonder you got a thing school. against jocks, uh. No, 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 no. I mean, a lot of them also my friends. They they end up my friends. Uh-huh. But but I think it's just that that kind of culture. That's is the culture that I I I don't I don't like la. The, mm. uh, you know, the, individually I think they're all really nice. Mm. But uh, it's that culture when they come together as a group and they think they can get away with things because 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 there are certain status in the school and all that. That's the part I think uh, a lot of them, uh, you know, they they weren't weren't thinking properly about it as as individuals, lah. Yeah, but yeah, oh. so so yeah, they nothing nothing happened to them. Nothing happened to them. But then yeah. because in this case, you know, like there's 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 rising uh uh comments that I hear from friends or cousins who are parents about how now mm. and from from people who are teachers, lah. Like it's almost yeah. There are, there are some parents who kind of outsource the discipline uh, to mm. to teachers, yeah. right? And yeah. this one is based on what I hear from teach, uh, teachers who are working mm. teachers. And that one feels like, wow, fuck, like um, already their jobs are so hard. They're so important. They're yeah. so hard. They're so overworked. And then to deal yeah. with this kind of stuff, wow, eh. yeah. wow, yeah. wow, yeah. I mean, do, yeah. do you think you, you, how do you think you have reacted when the kids start, starts coming up to you like that? Uh, no, I mean, you're I, not, not saying as you as you are now, not as a teacher and everything. Like, how would you react? Like? Let's think, say in public, a uh, student, you know, like you, obviously someone very young in his teenage, yeah. teenager years, like uh, maybe something like you bump to each other while walking like, outside MRT or uh, then he comes and then like, I will end you now with that kind of statement. I mean, 
like uh, I would I would hope that like before it even escalates, I would just walk off lah. Because mm. the, those sort of things, I can't see see one person winning. And if you're talking mm. to a like a teenage kid, you also yeah. don't want to punch the guy or something, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So just walk off. If it's in a school setting, I assume that there will be some punishment that can be meted out. So mm. yeah, don't engage lah. Don't engage. That that that's yeah. what my approach would be lah. Would you Would you shout back as well? Um, I don't think I would raise my voice. Because mm. if it goes into you trying to match the person's uh, like raising that uh, and and competing on that, right? Then yeah. it all almost feels like there's how is that going to end? Like, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough and like it's going to just be a escalation, escalation, escalation until who knows what the fuck can happen, lah. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. I think yeah, as an adult, I've I've yeah, that's the realization I've come to. Like whether you are engaged in uh, you know, an argument with a road bully, you know, or mm. someone who's just abusive to you in public for whatever reason, uh, raising your voice at them, uh, it, it makes the two of you look complicit in, in, in this, in the whole ruckus, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And whereas if you, if you maintain your cool and you speak at normal volume, you can, you can stand your ground or whatever, but mm. yeah, don't, just don't raise your voice, don't lose your temper because the, the overall image of you will just look as bad as the person who's raising their voice. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if you look at this, it's a grown man shouting at a kid, which, correct, which, yeah doesn't give pain the situation accurately, but it just feels like, oh, fuck, in those sort of situations, uh, mm. and I don't expect, like, anyone to, I mean, it's easy to say when you're not in that moment, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. whole thing about conflict de-escalation, I saw one Reddit comment that was quite interesting, I think from a trained counsellor or something, he was saying in those mm. sort of things, the best thing you can do is, is you, you break the momentum. Mm. Um, mm. And I think we have spoken about it uh, before or, uh, where where if things are escalating, you just what he could have done is turn to the Step students, away, yeah. yeah, you know, just make a joke or something, and then come back to this student. Um, yeah, yeah. and I think there is or, one, or even just say, yeah. or even like just say, uh, you're not in the right frame of mind, and just I'll talk to you later or something like that, lah, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Just but uh, yes, there are ways, like It's just that mm. in that moment when emotions are charged, somewhere you have mm. all the students there, and as a teacher, yeah. you're kind of the person of authority. Wow, it, it, you watch it, you're like, oh, fuck, that sucks, yeah. man. That looks, sucks. Looks bad. Looks bad on both the student and the teacher or member of staff, la, right? Yeah. 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 So, so but I, I, I really, I really do empathize with the teacher la, in the sense that, you know, if you, I mean, the, I, I, the very least, you got to give the teacher that he didn't, he didn't, uh, use any, uh, didn't huh. strike back or, or use any like vulgarities on him. He was just yeah, basically yeah, yeah. warning the student, don't touch me, don't use these words against me and all that. Yeah, like he shouted, I guess, but uh but but yeah, like emotions are probably really high at that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then some more like if the, if this happens again in future, they won't be wearing masks. Then there's <laughs> yeah. even more expressions <laughs> there. Yeah. It feels like it's gonna make the escalation even worse. La. Yeah. Plus the fact maybe I don't know, you know, the teacher's pay rise, the pay raise is yeah, coming yeah. soon as correct, well. Correct. So if he's, I don't know whether he's happy about it or what, but maybe even more emotions in, in place. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so just watching it, so, you're yeah. like, Wah. and that's why the school, I don't know what more they can say, but I hope they also mm. give a bit more detail because it feels like, okay, discipline, but don't know, like, um, and the worst thing about social media, right? Like, mm. uh, if other people see it, then suddenly it starts getting, it becomes the norm. Then what? Yeah, yeah. Like teachers, they need to be sent for what, like a uh, skills, skills future. 
for self defense. I mean, it's probably they probably already have to. They already probably have to do some basic like self defense kind of thing already. Yeah, yeah self defense, conflict yeah. de-escalation. Uh, yeah. oh, you know, it, you know, in the US, in the U- I mean, the US, they have to do like uh, school shooting drills. Uh, oh yeah, in case yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. school shooters come in and, and what do you do? Lock the door, hide in the table, blah blah blah. Yeah. So obviously in Singapore, we th- thankfully don't have that problem, but. Uh, yeah, teachers really need to be, they, they almost have to be ready for any kind of circumstance. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Then probably like mm. some sort of medical training also, right? In case medical some shit happens. Sure. Yeah, yeah. but what do you think man. would be the best, best, uh, if, if, you, if you had to give teachers some martial arts classes to defend themselves, uh, which one do you think is the most effective? Uh? Oh, which one? I mean, I, I, think, I, think, I think something like jujitsu would be great. Oh, I thought you were saying Krav Maga. No la, Krav Maga, uh, Krav Maga is like you got to, Krav Maga, a lot of it is like they want you to, yeah, whack the person and then yeah. run off. But as a yeah. teacher, you can't do that. Right? You can't whack the kid and then run off, right? Where you go yeah. run to, like the principal's office. Uh, you can't, you can't like, you, you have to deal with the situation there. Like. If anything, like, like I, I feel like uh, something that teaches you how to, how to suppress the person oh, and hold them in place oh. until they calm down. You know, then then that might be more helpful. That's why I thought like jujitsu would be good, lah. Oh, and I mean for context, Krav Maga is the martial arts of the Israeli Defense Force, right? I believe, yeah, the, the yeah, I believe it was conceived of that, yeah. Yeah. So but a lot of Krav Maga training it still requires you to to punch and everything, lah. You know. Yeah, I guess I guess jujitsu yeah. jujitsu probably the best, lah, because it's not about like striking, lah. It's about taking mm-hmm. down and putting into arm like locks and yeah, and yeah. holds, lah. Suppress the person, lah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's, a, it's a, a bit safer. You don't you don't like uh, give the person a concussion or anything, la, right? Then what yeah. would be the worst martial art? I mean, like kickboxing, <laughs> from me. <laughs> That's the last thing you no. want to give, like officially teach teachers, la, right? No, or like uh, <laughs> or like is sumo wrestling a martial art? No, right? Ah, uh, no, I don't think it's considered martial oh, shit, art, but. But no, no, but now you, you say maybe sumo is so good. Like, it's sort of like you just push the you person. Push, yeah, you just push. Yeah, or you use the momentum to let them fall down on the floor, like, right? You, that's Aikido, you, you right? That's it. Aikido, I think. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same principles, like, I suppose. Yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. I think sumo wrestling is a martial art. It's a, it's a wrestling sport and I can imagine it. I mean, because it's so, it's like historical, right? It feels like it'd have mm. to be uh, a martial art. Like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine trying to, you know, a bunch of teachers wearing the sumo sumo gear and then practicing as part of a skills future course. <laughs> practicing sumo as part of a skills future course. Like, I don't know how our taxpayer dollars will be justified in that way. But Chan Chun Singh will have to give a very long press conference about why teachers are doing sumo classes. And why sumo wrestling? Uh? Why sumo yeah, wrestling? Yeah, yeah. And but sumo wrestling is also very male-dominated, right? So then the, the women yes. need another yeah, sport. Yeah. That's another sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, so Chan Chun Singh, uh, Chan Chun Singh you got to... <laughs> Get on that stuff, man. Get on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but man. yes. Cool, man. It's a crazy, 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 crazy world we live in. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of uh, the world we live in, yes. we talk about uh, one-shot comments in the world of Yala, but they have come up recently. Yeah. Uh, Do you have yeah. a one-shot comment? I have one, and it was posted a day ago, which uh, mm. made, me, made me lol, uh, uh-huh. laugh out loud. It was by <laughs> Majestic Economist. Mm. Um. Uh, the the uh, Reddit comment was like the title of the post was I will never forgive Yalabat and mm. the text is for putting the image of Lee Sien Lung doing body shots on Ho Ching in my mind I am traumatized <laughs> for life 
Fucking yeah. hell, that made me laugh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was something that we were that that just came up in the previous podcast, I believe. Uh, mm. when Terence was sharing his experience years ago, where he was eating at Beauty in the Pot and saw Lee San Leung, PM Lee, and Ho Ching in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we talked oh. about them. Like we talked about yes. how uh, we, no nobody was taking videos of them. Yeah. Uh, we said that if they were doing body shots, You're probably doing body we'd, shots. We'd take, yeah, we would take videos of them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> body shot. Yeah, and then Ooh. someone showed a gif of an actual body shot. Uh, uh, it's basically where you pour something into the belly button of someone and you yeah. uh, slurp it up. Yeah, body yeah, shots. Yeah. yeah. But, Probably but, a, bad, yeah. a bad idea to do it at a hot pot restaurant though because you're going to yeah, lie down right, on right. the table and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the commenter did go on to say, but jokes aside, thanks for making us laugh so much in the midst of such serious issues in Singapore. Humor helps us get through mm. this difficult and controversial time. So you are more yeah. than welcome, man. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and what about kinda, you? I guess kind of related... Uh, Siu Siu Din, uh, mm. you know, made a comment on our, I think our last podcast, pre twenty one, uh, and, and apparently this is a topic that's been bugging uh Sudin for a long mm. time. Mm. I'm wondering why both Terence and Harish pro- pro- pronounce divisive as divisive, as opposed to divisive. Mm. I don't usually hear the word being pronounced that way, and it sounds jarring to my admittedly untrained ear. Is it because they anou- adopt the pronunciation from the word division? It'll be interesting to know how they got down to Divis- got down to that Divisive. pronunciation. Divisive. Uh, and then, I mean, Divisive. he provides links of how a lot. I mean, the the seems like the Webster's. I mean, the dictionary's pronunciations is divisive, but we always say divisive. Divisive. Why so, Harish? Why? Why do you say divisive? Ah, uh, why? Uh? I mm. I actually think I used to say divisive, but for mm. some reason, it has evolved to divisive. Mm. I don't know, mm. man. I yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but for you, for you? For me, it's... Uh, I, I think generally over the years, uh, and and after learning a new language, uh, you know, a new Romance language when I was in my 20s, and seeing how like the interplay of words and language and culture and everything, over time, everything just sort of is this big mishmash that just keeps evolving, you know? And there's no like one authority that says this is the absolute correct way to pronounce something like right, mm, mm-hmm. and and it's it's really a product of, you know, what is the dominant culture and, and I mean like let say for example because because I learned French in my twenties like, and mm. when you learn a language in your later years you you actually see, you you're actually trying to fit it into the schema of your other languages that you know already like English or for me Mandarin as well like, right, and then mm. I realized a lot of French words and English words had a lot of the similar roots uh, Right and and mm. the pronunciation of a word like niche, you know, in in French is obviously niche, right? Mm. But in English, you hear some people say niche. It's a niche. Yeah, it's niche. a niche. Yeah. But to me, it's like okay. I mean, but the word, I mean, uh, as far as I know, like, the origination was 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 uh yeah from Latin and 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 you know it, it's it makes the most sense to me when it's pronounced niche from the the French pronunciation. But people insist on pronouncing niche, niche, niche. Uh, you know, like literally reading it as an English word as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I keep the realization that a lot of words are, you know, it's just, you know, how people decide they want to pronounce it and they think that their culture is dominant compared mm. to another culture and everything. So I, I actually don't begrudge someone pronouncing a word differently or, you know, saying that oh, all is this. Is it? Uh, is yeah, yeah, it yeah. Unless, 
unless there is, is a problem it? with comp- unless there's a problem with comprehension unless ever no, no, no. in the before history you of me, before interrupt in me further <laughs> before you interrupt further <laughs> unless there is a problem with comprehension question is when it comes to omelette and omelette there is a problem with comprehension because those are two differently spelled words when you when you pronounce it like that. Whereas you can say divisive, you can say divisive, you can say division, and you can say uh, divide, divide and division. So those are mm. both acceptable pronunciations of of the the root div or d and the d mm. and the vi mm. and whatever. Uh, but omelette is an omelette. <laughs> omelette and omelette is different. Let's let's be very clear. My it's mother a would disagree. Issue. My mother would no, disagree no, no, no. completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, no, but- this is probably Harish, like maybe, like yeah, like, in the Tilani family, we we know that there are certain practices. Don't like, like play the, family, the, yeah. Don't play the family. birthday celebrations. <laughs> the birthday celebrations and amulet. So okay, fine. That's now that we know that that's that's that that's how your your boat floats. Okay. Fine, yeah. we, uh, we accept it. <laughs> la. But I'm just saying, if but if you're expecting everyone outside, first time listening to this podcast, who are wondering, what the hell is this top 50 podcast on Apple's Apple podcast? Let me give it a try. And then they don't know what an omelette is. You can't blame them. <laughs> and then they go on already and then they say, why is he pronouncing What the fuck is an omelette? omelette? Yeah. Yeah, what is exactly. an omelette? You can't blame them. You can't blame them. Because nobody in history has ever pronounced omelette as omelette except in your family. <laughs> yeah, be it. maybe the whole lineage of Tilani's going back hundreds of years, everyone grew up uh, with the with the saying of omelette. Maybe the whole, yeah. my, the, the Sindhi people in Sindh, which is now part in Pakistan, yeah. maybe they all say omelette. Maybe they the all tyranny, say omelette. The tyranny of the Tilani. Til- family, yeah. <laughs> Til- yeah. <laughs> no but, birthdays. No birthday. Don't tell anyone your birthday and don't pronounce Don't play omelette. family. Uh, Terrence, you're pushing it a bit. Uh, don't play family. Okay? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, this is literally... I'm trying to explain why I don't get. I mean, I, I, I. Yeah, last time I think in the past I was also like, oh, you know, it has to be pronounced. But over time, I've become a bit more mm-hmm. divisive, divisive. But you know, uh, like, Sudin, uh, as long as I understand, uh, yeah. Sudin did also say that uh, our way of pronouncing is clearly making inroads in recent years, at least in American English. Mm, um, mm, yeah. But the default pronunciation in Cambridge Dictionary is still the former for both American and British English. Maybe we should, instead of saying div- divisive, we can combine both. We say divisive. 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 Just don't say the I. Yeah, divisive. But yeah. Cool, man. Hopefully, Sudin did like, I think we will continue to say divisive. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, hopefully it, it, it the the jar the jarringness kind of uh decreases over time, la. Yeah, yeah, but I I I I feel divisive flows off uh, flows easier for me, la. Yeah. Actually, when I think about it, I would say divisive feel uh rolls off, but I tend to say divisive. Oh really? Oh. Okay, I think okay. it's divide. Maybe because I say division more than divide. Divide. Uh, yeah. So it just so okay, maybe that's okay. you. You need to keep a log uh, of how often you say divide and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Division. I and think, then I think it's, see... it's correlated. Yeah, I think it's correlated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's correlated. La. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But yes. That's a cool, interesting uh, breakdown of a one-shot comment. Yeah. And yeah. now, on to the one-shot thing. Would you like to yeah, go first? I think my one-shot thing is something that came up last night when I was just scrolling social media and got me really excited. Mm. Is that the latest guest on Joe Rogan Experience is Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. Mark Zuckerberg himself. So I haven't even heard the podcast. I've just heard a snippet, but uh, I think it's it's really crazy. I mean, Joe Rogan's podcast has always been about you know like 
finding the human side of a, a person mm. like Elon Musk or, or even like, you know, like politicians and all that. So it's quite a big deal and someone who is so, um, I would say someone so protective of his narrative and then at certain points almost seems like a robot when he talks. Mm. He's on Joe Rogan's podcast for, I don't know what, two hours or something like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's... I'm I'm looking forward to listening to it, lah. Yeah. But the the comments were damn funny. Uh, when the when the clips were uploaded initially, because they were like, "Congrats to Joe Rogan for conducting the first ever interview with an AI." <laughs> <laughs> He's ahead of the curve, you know. First time he made an AI look human. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm also super looking forward to it because I think I, it, it might be one like the the podcast he did with Elon Musk. You know, where mm. after the interview you can tell that this Elon Musk is not a normal person, lah. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I I can imagine that you anyone would come off this this podcast thinking like okay, there's some there's something about Mark Zuckerberg, not a bad thing. There's just something he mm. just he just he's just different, like He's just different. Yeah, yeah, and and just right. being seeing like what how he thinks in a long form conversation yeah. style rather than like uh you know being questioned by senators or yeah, yeah. Or, or his his very cringy videos about the metaverse and all that like, right? Wow, but Joe Rogan, ah. Talking to land Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. God yeah. damn. But, but, Zuck- it, it yeah. Also, but it also tells you that, that probably Meta is trying to humanize the 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 image of the company a bit more. The, the fact that they will allow Mark Zuckerberg, that their PR team will allow Mark Zuckerberg to go on Joe Rogan's podcast. Because yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan is not, not without contro- controversy either, mm-hmm. right? He also can be quite a polarizing figure on social media and all. Yeah. And also because I think every big social media platform now is trying to become the next podcast platform. Mm, Apparently, yeah, even YouTube, right. more people listen to podcasts on YouTube and listen to podcasts on Spotify. Like. Yeah, um, which is Facebook, why you can yeah. find Yalabad on, on YouTube as well. For yeah. Audio and we, yeah. we recently crossed how many subscribers? I think uh, 700. I think 700. Close okay, to 700. Okay. Yeah. Growing, yeah, and growing. And yeah, growing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, and what is your one shot thing? My one short thing is this article that I came across that was actually written in 2019, but it is a good early morning read. Like. It's called The Happiness mm. Ruse. Um, mm. How did feeling good become a matter of relentless competitive work, a never-to-be-attained goal which makes us miserable? Uh, but mm-hmm. basically, it's an it's a essay that, that, that just talks about the current situation where it's almost like everyone is striving to be happy all the time and how that is mm. not healthy. Uh, yeah. Because... It's almost like if you feel sad or oh, you need to be helped, you need some sort of, there's something wrong with you. But what this essay mm. kind of explores is that, no, it's important to feel sad. It's important to feel, uh, have some negative emotions uh, for a bunch of mm. reasons. Like, and it goes into that. And I was reading it this morning, actually. And I was like, oh shit, this is a good article. And it's kind of like in line with that other, what, one of the main takeaways I took from the book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which is uh, mm. if you are looking for a life that has no shit to deal with, uh, mm. that's very unrealistic. La. Everyone yeah. has shit in your life. It's just finding the shit that you are okay with dealing with. Mm. So, so yeah, it's just, life, it's just is, a, yeah. life is nothing without a struggle. La. Yeah, exactly. You need some struggle mm. in your life, man. It's just finding finding which struggle matters the most. La. Yeah, yeah, correct. And making making sure that, yeah, you you can live through that struggle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can live through the struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a nice article and even though it was written who, who three years ago, again? Uh, it was article? written by Cody Delistretti, who is a writer and historian based in New York and Paris. And he right. has been featured on New York Times, New Yorker, The Atlantic, among, amongst others. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. 
links in the show notes. Huh? Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Bye.